it sounds simple, but it's there's depth behind the simplicity. I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I say that about dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there's depth in the simplicity of the dad joke. Yeah, there's a great uh, Instagram channel. Channel. I don't know what you call it. It's Insta- oh, like a reel. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a reel. I mean, it's just a complete like account that's made up for dad jokes. Oh, okay. I yeah, gotcha. yeah. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are like. I follow it. Yeah. Well, there you go. And so, middle, middle class fancy. Yes. I love middle class fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I found it because of you. Probably. Yeah. I talk about it a lot. Yeah. So uh, every now and then I'll, when I get on Instagram, which is like once a week, um, I go on there and I look at it and I go like, huh, that's funny. And then I don't remember it. And I don't have Facebook on my phone, so I have no idea what goes on unless I sit at a laptop. You, um, do you watch the, the Boston Be a Man account? Did I send you that? Uh-uh, no. It's just this guy from Boston. Like, every day he'll put out, like, three of these, but he'll say something like, if you're at the store and you can't find what you're looking for, leave and never ask for help. Be a man. <laughs> 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 leave and never ask for help. Yeah. Get drunk at your son's football game and stumble onto the field. Be a man. <laughs> Well, there's some suggestions for all our <coughs> listeners out there. Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Davis. I'm here with Mitch Gregory and Michaela Meek. And Michaela's the only one that actually, like, dressed up for this. So. <laughs> I'm in uniform. <laughs> I put on a shirt with buttons. Um, a big boy shirt. Yes. I call it. That's kind of cool. This is me adulting. <laughs> Underneath is a Marvel t-shirt. So that way I can be like, you know, okay, I want to relax now and I take off the big boy shirt. And I got the more, I got the uh, logo shirt underneath, which uh, I need to buy some new ones. So, you know, I got a lot of stuff in my personal life I need to do that I don't really need to talk about on this show. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> do we need to talk about it right here yeah, right now? Yeah. Well, later this week, I got a doctor. You guys <laughs> might want to, you know, no, but it's not going to happen here. Um, John is not with us today, which is why I'm doing voices, because typically I'm afraid if I do them, he's going to like throw something at me later. But uh, yeah, he's dealing with uh, a broken air conditioner. So yeah. Stinks. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> if he's sweating a lot, <laughs> <I'm> dumb. <laughs> Hopefully they've stocked up on the old deodorant. <laughs> uh, if, if you're ever meeting with John and the camera's off, just know it's because he's not wearing a shirt and he's sweating. Um, there's some imagery for everybody. Uh, so oh. about two years ago we did a show well we did a series of shows and it was about the most valuable brands of 2020 that was our list we did we did like one of those little top five things and we had a guest on for every show or episode for the for every each brand we discussed so this year i thought well it, you know we didn't do anything for 2021 i thought well, we'll look at maybe some of the brands that What's changed, if anything? Funny enough, one has, but everything else pretty much stayed the same. So I was like, well, we're not going to do another series because it all, nothing changed but one. So, um, but we're kind of going to talk about top uh, five brands that are relevant for 2022 and kind of include in this the top most valuable brands for 2022 and then sort of give a quick example of like the differences and one one that i can point out is one set you buy things from and the other one um the well you you buy their thing i guess is the way to say it so we'll get into this um and i don't want to talk about we're trying not to talk about jargon 
because it's easy to do. Uh, I'd like to avoid it. Um, so I apologize ahead of time for everybody listening that just heard two things that are jargony. <laughs> <laughs> you will hear no more. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, the top brand is still Apple uh, as far as value. Uh, 355, uh, whatever, 0.08. 55 million, so something like that. So that's um, that's the top one. I don't think anybody here at the table is surprised about that. Not one bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amazon, though, look how close Amazon is to Apple. Just 5 million, just 5 point. It's 350.27, and Apple's 355.08, just 5. It's like, you know, missed it by that much. Is this millions or billions? I think it may be billions. It actually may be billions, but which is hard to get my head around these (laughs) days, you know? Numbers so big that your brain can't hold them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was told a long time ago, like, when you think about trillion, there's not been a trillion seconds since Jesus walked the earth or something like that. Hmm. So it's like trillion is such a huge number. So when you get down to even billion, you're still looking at something that's, pretty significant so it's a lot yeah are you surprised at number three mitch no i mean i mean the one thing you can kind of look at all of these brands and one thing you have in common they're pervasive i mean you you can't walk down the street without tripping over them i mean without (laughs) well either either seeing marketing from them hearing them mentioned in conversation or being in possession of something that has their brand attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Michaela's friend broke a finger on a Google yesterday. <laughs> uh, by the way, that is number three for audio listeners and video. 263.43 is Google. Uh, number four is Microsoft at 184.25. It's really funny how close Amazon and Apple are, but look at how far apart Google and Microsoft are. Yeah, it's, what's funny to me is there's that there's a real jump like from Apple to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Walmart being $111 billion doesn't seem as small to me as what Microsoft is valued at. I would have thought they were would be closer to the top three than mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, the big difference this year that, that shocked me was, it, well, I guess it sh- I shouldn't say it shocked me because honestly, cons- you know, e-commerce and the explosion of that since the pandemic, when we did the last list, only one retailer was on here. Now there's two. It was all technology companies when we first did this. Uh, and now Walmart has appeared as number five mm-hmm. and has knocked off Samsung. So, which is, which is interesting. And I should know this, and I probably did at some point and have forgotten but you talk about things like market penetration. Mm-hmm. How many people own Android phones versus own Apple phones? Don't more people own Android than Apple than iPhones? Or am I making that up? You know, that'd be a good one for everybody out there. If you go to our YouTube channel, check us out there, leave a comment, and let us know. Uh, I don't know because we know that, courtesy of Mr. Jason Bernard coming on the show and talking about Google business profile pages, that time of day is actually calculated by the amount of Android phones across the threshold of a business, not, uh, you know, when it's busy, mm-hmm, right. But that metric is not you know, in control of the owner of the business page. It's them tracking phones going, but it's across. Android phones, but it's Android phones. Cause Google, right. Uh, he wasn't sure how many of those were actually iOS devices because of the privacy of iOS. And of course, you know, Google and iOS don't like 
Meh. Stay yeah. on your side. Right. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> um, any either of you Walmart shoppers? I mean, not I, really. It kind of overwhelms me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go to Trader Joe's when I do my grocery shopping. Oh, okay. Let's put the pinky in the air for Trader. I go to Trader Joe's. It's just there's too many <laughs> options, and I get overwhelmed. I end up spending more money if I go to like Kroger or Walmart because I just go island. Not island hopping, aisle hopping, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I go to TJ's. <laughs> yes, because people that go to Trader Joe's may own an island. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm a Kroger guy. We talked about that on the last episode because we were talking about Kroger's logo. That's why. Where do you go? You, are you a Target or Gro- what? No, grocery-wise, we go to Meyer. Meyer, Ooh, Meyer yeah, Because Meyer. they have pretty much a similar selection to Kroger. But I found their prices tend to be in the neighborhood of six to ten cents cheaper on a lot of on most things. Mm-hmm. S- similar selection of, of 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 you know similar variety of, of brands. Um, but yeah, and, when, and so the differentiator there for us, us has been price. There are a couple of issues not to get into the minutia, but there's some like for example pork chops. This is going to sound strange, <laughs> but the quality the quality of pork chops are is better to us as a family than what we had been getting at Kroger. Something changed. I don't know where Kroger gets the pork now, but there's it, there's a texture issue. I know that sounds weird, but there's a texture issue when you cook it that's, that is different, and Meyer still has, a to me, a better quality cut of meat in that regard. So huh. yeah, we're, for groceries, we're a, Meyer, we're a Meyer family. I go to Walmart for certain things generally, mm-hmm. motor oil. Because I change my own motor on my cars, they tend to be a few cents cheaper than an auto parts place or other other store yeah. comparable stores, um, things like that. Yeah, I, I get my oil from Walmart. That's about it now. Uh, this podcast brought to you by the oil company. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, or, yeah. or I need if I need to, I need something quick, and I know where it is. I'll run to Walmart quickly because, I mean, it's close to my house. Yeah. But if I know what I need and I know where to go to get it, um, you know, if I need a new mouse, my mouse dies. My, I'll, I'll run to Walmart real quick. Huh. Um, if I need, like, a, a new um, uh, cord for the television, I'll go to Walmart and get it because it'll be cheap. I know where they are. I can get in and I can get out. Yeah. So you're saying that you basically uh, shop like a man. Sort of. Okay, to kind of bounce back to what Robert said earlier. <laughs> I, I tend to know where things are. I generally don't need to say, hey, I'm lost. <laughs> I, can, I can work my way around most yeah, yeah. stores. I, I kind of do that, too. I have to admit, I don't ask for directions, and I don't, I don't ask for help at the store because I'm like, well, there's only so many aisles. I'll eventually find it. And if I don't, I'm like, well, I guess they didn't have it. I know that's not right. <laughs> Anyway, so the new kid on there is Amazon, and uh, well, John was going to be here, but because uh, I know he could probably enlighten us into some of the aspects of why. But uh, yeah, you know, he's got to fix an AC. That's kind of important. So, but uh, relevance and comparing this list of brands that are valuable. Value brand value is not. I want to make sure we understand it's not brand yes, equity. Define that for us in the audience. Yeah. yeah um, well, I didn't really write the definition down, but I'll tell you what <laughs> make it, it up. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what it isn't. It isn't brand equity because I, I, a lot of folks get them confused because right. value and equity kind of seem 
because you think about your house and equity, right. home equity, well, like, oh, the value well, of my home, right? But it's very similar. It's what you've put, what you've put into it and how much that, what you've put into it and its value have elevated over time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's equity. Yeah. Brand so. value means if you were to, you know, how much space does it occupy in the mind and pocketbook of the general public is, I think, kind of a short it's re- It's tied directly to, like, money. Right. Amounts, what's in the bank. Right. How much is in your bank account with right. it. That's, that's, it's directly tied to that. Right. Brand equity, you've described perfectly. It's, you have to build that up. It's through, you do that through awareness, good product, good reviews. Blah blah blah. You know, it doesn't. It does lead to value, though. It's a, a lot of perception. It's based a lot on equity has a perception aspect to it, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Whereas brand value is less about perception, more about balance sheets, dollars and cents. Yeah, because I mean, we know brands. If I say a brand name, you'll probably go. I don't have any off the top of my head that I can think of. Maybe you all do, but they're not in business anymore. And you'll go like, oh, Kmart. There you go. Yep. See, there's yep. that's an example yep. right there of equity. But what's the value? <laughs> yeah, that's. If, I mean, if you'd ask like a year after they'd fallen off the market, then yeah. I mean, Sears is another one. Yeah, that's yeah. another one. Which, which who <laughs> owned Kmart ended up owning Kmart. Yeah, well, remember H H Greg? H H Greg. Yeah, I actually don't remember H H. You don't? Yeah. It, well, you're. Yeah, I guess of the demographic, maybe you wouldn't. Michaela's the young one. Um, and like electronics <laughs> stores, places yeah. where you would go, kind of like, kind of like what I mean. Best Buy is one of the last. But they always sell dishwashers and dish. Right. <laughs> anything that you well, it, here's it, appliances. Right. Like, really. It, it went from electronics to anything you plug in. Yeah. Which covers a lot more ground. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, Radio Shack? I know this sounds like a dumb question, but is Radio Shack still in business? on a much smaller scale? Yes, they okay. are still around. Oh, I are they? I was a fan. I loved Radio Shack because if you were, you know. If you've got a lot of electronic equipment at home, mm-hmm. you've got to even now, even though they've whittled them down, the you know the different numbers and styles of connectors. Mm-hmm. There's not as many as there used to be, but still, if you needed an adapt, some kind of plug adapter, some obscure plug adapter for something you wanted to hook up to something, mm-hmm. you could go to Radio Shack and you could find no matter how obscure it was, you could find it. All I know is, is every time I'm at the mall, if I walked by one, all I would see is the giant RC cars in the front, and I would just want one. Oh yeah. Then, you know, well, well, I'm not that kind of person. I'm just be outside playing with the RC car, and then it would just sit still for like years. Well, the, the other thing is, I mean, it used to be back in the day, back when personal computers were becoming a thing, mm-hmm. they were one of the top outlets. The uh, Tandy computers were hmm. were were very popular. You're like a history Wikipedia at the moment. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that um, comes from being on the planet a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think of Radio Shack? I just was dabbling with thoughts in my head, and yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't seen a store like that in forever. I remember yeah. seeing one in the strip mall, ironically enough, attached to a Walmart, and <laughs> I it got replaced with yep. uh, like a Maurice's and then turned into a feeder supply, and it's been <laughs> it's been evolving to other shops ever since they nixed yeah, it. They always, it, that's, that's something you always would see, yeah, as a Radio Shack is mm-hmm. attached to a Walmart, and then... Like a full building next to it would be a Lowe's because at one time they had some sort of agreement when yeah. they would build a super center that you'd build a Lowe's next door or something. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. And then I think Home Depot did that with Target to kind of fight back and be like, hey, fine. You know, Walmart get in bed with them. We're going to get in bed with Target. You know, it's just like this weird thing in our economy at the time when they were building those big brand stores. <laughs> Here's a brand that went away and it's another kind of a mall oriented brand yeah. Suncoast. 
Uh, Remember uh, Suncoast video? Um, no, you've definitely passed me there on that and, one. And see, it hasn't really, it hasn't been that long. It's been maybe 15 years. Yeah. Maybe 15 years since they, since they started disappearing from, uh, from, from malls. But it's a place you went, I mean, uh, they were kind of in that same family of like, Records, record stores that evolved into record and CD stores, which evolved into record CDs and video mm-hmm. stores. But those have all started disappearing. There were there were tons of those that are now gone. Isn't Fye still over at St. Matthews? I think Mall? so. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, kind of vinyls are kind of coming back because yep. they're bringing them back into the stores. So I, I really don't know why. I'm they're coming sorry. back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd still own plenty of vinyl. Trust me. I think it's the sound. It's not. That's what they say. Yeah. I even know. I even know a sound engineer personally who swears. He still swears by vinyl. And, and analog recording because he says you get a better sound reproduction because of the shape of the waveform. Well, we kind of have a, one of those sitting in – sorry. We have one of those sitting in the <laughs> Sitting booth. right there. And, uh, Robert, do you have an opinion about vinyl versus digital? Put him on the spot. Uh, I mean, maybe back in the day before lossless audio was, you know, really a digital format of sorts, like what you can listen to on Apple, for example, now – uh, where you're, you know, basically losing zero data from the recording. Um, but as far as like the the quality between a record and and even MP3, I've always personally thought that MP3 was better quality. I mean, there's that nice scratchiness, I well, guess. The, to well, the, a, that's what I was thinking. A, yeah, yeah, the, there's, yeah. It's but, nostalgic to listen to a record. Like you yeah. know, you're listening to a record, but I wouldn't say the quality's better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, means. I've, an old friend of mine, and we worked, we worked together for, for, for years. He's a copywriter, audio producer, uh, voice talent named Joe Brown. He lives over in, in uh, Indiana. Um, he said it was because of the waveform, because on a digital mm-hmm. waveform, your peaks aren't smooth or don't come to a sh- sharp top. They flatten at the top. The waveform flattens at the top. So you don't get as smooth, I guess, a transition in the waveform, which has something to do with the quality of sound reproduction. Now, like you said, it's come a long way since people started, you know, first started buying songs off iTunes and downloading them from, from you know, services. You so, have to have the hearing of Superman, though, to hear that, though. That's because, you know, as you get older, there's just certain decibels that you just don't hear anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a compression, depending on the file type. There's yeah. a, if the, the more compression is, you do lose certain amounts of. Yeah. That's the main thing so is the know. compression yeah. of a digital track. Like uncompressed digital tracks. You know, where everything's recording ind- independently. Uh, I mean, I can see wh- how an analog a a record would sound better than that. Yeah. Well, and I, I can see why, and we've gone into a real tangent here, but I, I can see why they go back and completely remaster old albums for digital reproduction because early in the early days of CDs, they would just take those same recordings and just transfer them digitally and reproduce them mm-hmm. on CD and you it wasn't the same you lost something yeah I mean it was it was mixed for a different purpose when it was mixed for an analog reproduction versus mixed for digital anyway talking about you know brands that have lost value I mean yeah well and you know we're talking about like brands that you buy stuff from mm-hmm. so getting into brands that are relevant mm-hmm. Apple's at the top of not just value but like, of relevance like I said it's so because it's so funny because they don't own they don't own the majority of the PC market, I don't think, but I could be wrong, they don't own most 
of the phone market, but their brand is so much, so much more widely recognized. Yeah, but all the time we spent talking about music and audio, what did they just get rid of recently in Apple? They were facing out the iPod. Exactly. It's gone. Because I, this is your iPod now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for I remember my first one when I bought my first one. And then in 2000, I want to say six, the the iPod Touch came out. Mm-hmm. And I still remember when I was in, working in an engineering office, all of us gathered around this one guy that had one. And we were all like, that's going to be a phone. And it was like a year later. <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, when, when the, it, yeah, because when they, as the, in the evolution of the iPod, they started looking like an iPhone. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we ended up seeing iPod the uh, the pods. They would end up having capability of video. There was a guy that worked also in the office that he had one of the fancier ones that did video. So he would just have kind of it sitting in a cradle as he's working, watching a movie, which made everybody angry. But his <laughs> work output still was there. He just got mad because he had something to pass the time because the work was boring. Uh, but it was one of those, like, muscle memory type deals. So it's like, you know, I never personally cared, but everybody else did. And I think they were just jealous that he had that device to keep him company. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> when, when, I remember when the first iPods came out. And they were small. I mean, it was, you know, they were, you know, they were comparable to the size. I've got an, I have an old iPhone. It's a 6S. They were something not dissimilar in size. The dimensions were real different. But I remember picking one up and thought, it was heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically like holding a small hard drive mm-hmm. is yeah. what it was. Yeah. But it was But it was, It was. was just amazing. It's like, how many songs can you put on that? 300? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and now, you know, you can hold like thousands but yeah. it was just, it was incredible. It was interesting. I got my first iPod. Uh, I actually got for free because it was a premium given to me by a stock photo company because I'd made for the company. I had made so many purchases of stock photos. They gave me a free iPod shuffle. It was the stick. Oh, the, man. The white yeah. stick. I remember those. Yeah. That was the first one I had. Then I got. One of those little square metal shuffle. When it, the shuffle went to like that little square thing. Oh, with the like, minis. Yeah, that you kind of pin it mm-hmm. on you. Yeah, that was the second iPod I got, and that's the only two iPods I've had. Then huh. I got an. I iPhone. forgot all about those. Yeah, minis, it's yeah. they've been through several. It's interesting. You look at the the evolution of the iPod and the different shapes and dimensions. I still have the shuffle. Both I still have the stick and I have the the mini. I have, yeah. still have both. I prefer I don't use them. <laughs> I prefer that era of Apple as far as product design. Oh yeah. Than I do today. Um, I just do. I, I think that's why I have, you know, Robert gave me crap for it, but I've got an iPhone 12, but it's a mini. It's not a, you know, and he was like, it's tiny. Yeah, it's tiny because you know what? It doesn't take up all of my pocket. I don't want to carry a dinner plate around <laughs> to talk to people on. Yeah. It makes you look bigger. It yeah, makes it makes me look, look bigger. bigger. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> bigger if you have an iPhone 12. I'm a giant. Number two on the list of relevant brands. Yeah, we're still counting down for those that are like, what? Stick with us. Stick yeah. with us. Uh, Peloton. So we've gone from music entertainment to, you know. Personal fitness. Which, this is where we can go on to a tangent, talk about some ads that Mitch has been getting served and been like, what? Yeah, but that's a different brand. <laughs> you don't have to mention the brand. Yeah, it's just interesting. I've, there's a health, there's a, a fitness brand that I've noticed particularly on, on Twitter. I've been getting served a lot of ads. I don't know why. The me in particular because I haven't, I don't do a lot. Yeah, because you're fat. You're so fat. <laughs> and I'm like, sh- I am out of shape. Jeez. But uh, 
at any rate, I've been getting a lot of ads from these companies, and in the videos and images, they are all, and this is not to offend anyone, just an observation, they're all overweight. Uh-huh. And whether it's, whether it's apparel, shoes, equipment, mm-hmm. everybody featured in these ads is overweight. And it, it, I mean, it was brought up in a conversation. It's like, you know, have I been doing searches about losing weight or getting fit? And I really haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm just, if there's just a. Now, are you seeing these ads like banner display ads? Or are you seeing them as well in video? Like it's, OTT? It's, yeah, it's, well, it's mostly in, on Twitter. Okay. Some are video and some are static. Okay. Um, but to a one, it's all overweight individuals. I mean, not there's there'll be different degrees. Have you? But they been? are pretty obviously people that are not what most would consider fit. Oh, here's you know a, I mean? here's a couple other questions. One: Are you seeing these ads when you leave your home? And two: Are there people in your family that buy that brand a lot? I don't think so. I mean, like it's it's mainly on Twitter and my it's like person- figuring out a murder. It's right. like. The, right, I understand. The, I butler, the butler did it with a, you yeah, know. I see where you're getting to. I mean, when it comes to, I don't. You know, when it comes to you know retargeting and all of that, but it's it's my my personal Twitter account. Uh huh. Hmm. I just thought it was interesting, and because there's a part of my brain because of the way I've come up in in advertising is you want to appeal to the aspirational desires of people, mm-hmm. not necessarily how they see themselves, not necessarily how they see themselves in reality, but how they aspire to see themselves. Mm-hmm. The end result. You're selling in most brands. You're selling the end result of what that brand will provide you, yeah, or how it will make you feel. Well, most people when they interact with even agencies like ours, they're thinking of the end result, which is why we constantly walk people back to branding away from other end services. We're not competing with marketing agencies. We're not competing with those that do marketing. It just comes after the message is developed, after the visuals are determined and standardized, not before. And, you know, when you put one thing in front of the other or before the other, cart before the horse, as they say, you know, you may have some minor results, but not as many as you would have if you had started correctly. And so I think that's uh, that's just the way human nature is. You know, we it's like talking about you were talking <laughs> I'm going to dovetail back to this, and I don't know why, but this is how my brain works. Uh, It's like you're talking about pork chops, and, you know, (laughs) nobody really thinks, like, you know, where that came from and the quality of it versus the pork chops you would buy at Kroger, which now today, like, now I want want pork chops. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, so it's something that, and I'm going to go to Meyer to get them because I want to know, like, what do you mean by texture? Um, I could describe it if you want, but I don't think anyone no, wants to hear that. It, uh, no, that's okay. We can. Uh, we'll. we'll uh, <laughs> one of these days when Robert and the guys here are like, "Yeah, we got about an hour and a week to fill up for a podcast." You want to well, come one, over? <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I can. Su- I'll sum it up in one word: rubbery. Okay, well there you go. Okay. Rubbery. There we go. <laughs> he sure it doesn't say like you know, like for uh, display only. <laughs> Wait, I've been eating props this whole time. <laughs> there, there was a there was a picture of um, what's that IKEA mm-hmm. yeah. display apples, and somebody took a photo of them, and it had like teeth marks all in them. <laughs> People were just. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the things I see on Reddit. Um, the number three on the list is Spotify. Interesting. And, and followed by that is Bose. Uh, so these are two things that are audio. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, but, I mean, a lot of people don't, I mean, it's funny. Bose is one of those brands where if you go, 
I remember when I had a 96 bet and it had a Bose system in it. Mm-hmm. That was like a premium um, feature. Premium audio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, at that time, uh, it was like, uh, what was it? AC Delco was the default. Like if you bought a Corvette, even, that was the, the thing. So you had to ask for the Bose system. Right. And I loved going to a drive-in and that thing and sitting in that car because, <laughs> man, was that a good sound system then. And still is. Uh, so, but it's interesting to see, like, you can see Apple, which we interact with communications, Peloton, fitness, Spotify is now, you know, cause it's what everybody streams their music on and, and podcasts. Uh, so that's not really too surprising. It's number three. No, no, not, not in this day and age. And then, but Bose number four, that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting Bose. I was sort of thinking I would see something else. Yeah, because I don't see nearly, I don't, I'm not looking for it, but I don't seem like I see nearly as much marketing from them. Yeah. yeah you're going to say something. Okay. Yeah. Like you said, I don't see much advertising on their end, but they do have other than like speakers, they have headphones. Right. Um, I think they have like equivalent to AirPods now. Uh, I have Bose in my car. I want to ditch the whole car, but just take the speakers. Out of it <laughs> everything else is not functional. Scrap right. the carpet, save the stereo. But well. that is a mystery though. Like, why is that on there? Yeah, I, I mean, they used to be there for a period of time. I think late '90s, early 2000s, they were much more visible. Yeah, marketing wise, but you do see a lot of people walking around with Bose headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's probably why I made the list to be relevant is in, in 2022 uh, with the right with the explosion of audio. Um, people really do want to hear things in a crisper way or a better way so yeah well the other thing thing about this way the last two years everybody's been everybody's been you know cloistered in their homes working from home Mm -hmm. doing everything at home so the value of having good audio things like good headphones Mm -hmm. um spotify for example podcasting um apple and uh amazon all brands that relate a great deal to home related products for people that now spend a lot more time yeah. in that space. So I wonder if that has a lot to do with why right now, at this snapshot in time, these are these brands have the value they have. Well, I also think it has a lot to do with business owners that want to get into it. And you have to, for those listening, we get asked a lot, like, you know, we don't, we don't produce, like, the podcast here... Yeah, we named it. We picked the theme out. We tried it. We produced the scripts. But honestly, we work with the pot, you know, the Speakeasy uh, podcast network here, and they give you know we take pay them for the studio space and everything else. Um, we really rely on them because the equipment is expensive, and I can see Robert craning up. If you want the good stuff, <laughs> he looked like you're about to pontificate, Robert. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just appreciate the kind words. <laughs> It's not uh, it's not gone un- unnoticed. Trust nope, me. Nope. Uh, you know the investment for that in a good microphone, headphones, wires, even. You know, um, you know, Mitch and I are guitar players. There's a difference between a Marshall amp and uh, you know, I won't say any other brand because I don't want to like disparage. But you know, they, some they, an Asian brand you might pick up for, <laughs> for like twenty dollars on Amazon. Yeah. Oh my. A speaker wired up with a radio wire and a potato. <laughs> Although I will tell you, but I mean, because of the, you know, the, uh, I mean, you know, for years for guitar aficionados, especially when it comes to rock guitarists, I mean, the, you know, the value of a good, strong tube based amplifier like a Marshall mm-hmm. or uh, name any 
other number. EVH is a good one. Yeah. Um, right. Um, but the digital age and the age of solid state and what they are able to reproduce now, going back to kind of the Amazon things, there are these mini amps you can buy on Amazon mm-hmm. that do amp modeling. That basically you can select what style. They won't mention the brand name. Mm-hmm. But they'll mention a style that relates to that brand. Really? And you can get a sound that is pretty doggone close to that original brand for a fraction. I'm not advocating it. No, you don't sound like you're doing that at all. But you're a ho- but you know, <laughs> if you know, if you're a hobbyist and you you're at home and you don't have huge amounts of money to spend, uh-huh. you know, you don't tour. Yeah. You don't play professionally. Right. But you want to kind of get that sound and and, and get a taste of it. It's amazing what you have access now, access to now via things like Amazon, mm-hmm. because that, which is part of why I think their value has, their brand has the value it has now. You can find virtually anything you want and have it delivered within a couple of days. Everything from an amp, a modeling amp, a bargain modeling amp to high end hmm. stuff. Wow. Another another good high end uh, tube amp, by the way, that I heartily recommend and an order of Blackstar Amplification out of England. They were started by a bunch of engineers that came over from Marshall. Really nice stuff. Wow. Well, there you go. Uh, I own one. No, I couldn't tell. (laughs) Uh, Well, the last brand that's relevant on the list is Android. Uh, Thoughts on this one? Because I'm an iOS guy. I'm an iOS guy. I mean, I I know I have friends who have Android devices, and they they love the you know the open source nature of it. I mean, I used to have a Samsung, but I think it's just the fact that it's a little bit more diverse. Like you have Google, you have mm-hmm. Samsung, it uh, you have all the different brands that are attached to that. I think that's what makes LG. it more, yeah, makes it more diverse. And um, well, obviously, it's a competitor with Al- Apple, but I feel like for some reason, Apple is at the top of the, top of the list. People who yeah. have Android phones are the same people who are like, yeah, I read the book. I didn't need to watch the movie. <laughs> and the the pretentiousness uh, the views expressed on this podcast aren't necessarily the views <laughs> but they could be but they could be they could be oh i'll leave it with this uh what brands are relevant to you and you can use the list if you need to I just throw out one black star yeah which yeah. you know i don't play as much nearly as much as i used to but i stumbled on them i found them interesting Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard one of their amps, and I thought, and then I, there was an artist that I liked that started using their amp, which had had a lot to do with why. Uh, well, maybe I'll see if I can find a a used one, mm-hmm. and, and it sold me. And it was a combination of things. It was the fact that they, I started seeing their name become more visible in those circles, mm-hmm. and then you started seeing endorsements from artists that I respect. So those two things kind of came together, and thought, yes, I want to try that. Mm. So that's that, that's one. Mm. Michaela? Uh, one I said earlier is Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> Put myself back on that bandwagon. But it just, I love the options that they have. They're mostly organic. They're healthy for you uh, compared to other things I've consumed in the past. Like, don't get me wrong. I like to <laughs> enjoy a Whopper from Burger King every now and then. Yeah, but, uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love, I don't know. It tastes good and it's organic. It's good for you. Yeah, yeah. Healthful foods. Yeah. Well, you know, by the way, speaking of 
Whopper. Uh, the Chicken is good. You should check it. Is out. it? Yeah, it's actually mm. a pretty good sandwich. See, I, <laughs> I, I, that was my first job at a, when I was in high school. Was yeah. it? and it was amazing working there. The different conco- concoctions you could create for yourself. I mean, if Burger King is smart, if they want a really good test kitchen, ask their employees how they make the stuff they eat on their lunch break. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Just yeah. What do you recommend? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things I want to talk to the chef. I actually want to do like a, a show in the future, and it is planned. I do have it planned, but it costs money because I want to go to uh, get all the chicken sandwiches from all the places in the area, <laughs> and then we try them out, and then give our opinion about them. Well, I mean, and, push you comes, know, but, but push comes to shove. But I don't want to. I don't want to like reveal like who the chicken sandwich is. I want to do one of those blind things yeah. for, with us to see if we can figure it out because branding is also something as you brought up before. You can smell and taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's part of what makes a any good brand distinct. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing that with. Uh, TikTok, they're different drinks. They have like a cardboard mm-hmm. thing in front of it, and they'll have Dr. Pepper, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Coca Cola, Yoohoo for some reason, which is a very it's not a soft drink. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. different taste. So I don't understand why that one's thrown in the mix. Yeah, it's not even chocolate milk. I, I tried yeah. it once, and I was like, "What? Yeah, I loved. I love you. Oh, I'm not okay. a fan. I like. It, it tastes like chocolate milk. It tastes like very kind of lighter." Mm-hmm. Chocolate eh. milk. Okay. I like a thick chocolate it milk. Is, it's yeah. it's yeah. milk product based. It's made with whey, which yeah. is good for you, actually. Wow. I mean, if you work out, anybody who exercises a lot, whey protein is a very good accessible protein for people who supplement. Yeah. I guess a relevant brand for me is I'm uh, I'm probably going to have to lean into things like YouTube or Apple because entertainment is kind of what I do. Oh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, yeah, I have a Netflix account, but, you know, I just, I just canceled Disney Plus, so... <laughs> wasn't really a fan of what was coming out of there. I was just we, like, eh. we we have it, but it's only because my daughter pays for it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, well, if you have a relevant brand, you're like, hey, you know, you guys didn't talk about this one. Let us know. You can go to our YouTube channel, search Nerd Brand Podcast on YouTube, or just search Nerd Brand Podcast on the search engine, and you'll find us. Um, you can find us uh, as far as the agency side of things for the branding agency uh, at Nerd Brand Agency across the interwebs. Um, and then be sure if you go to YouTube, please like, subscribe, uh, and uh, leave a comment for any kind of questions. Yeah, questions or show topics. Topics, yeah. Things uh, you want to hear us talk about that maybe you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe why does Michaela dress nicer than you all? Uh, <laughs> it's not wrong. Uh, so, anyways, thank you for listening to this episode. Remember, keep your nerve range strong. <laughs>